Thank you everyone for tuning in to Dorm Room Discussions. This is a podcast for college kids, by college kids. I'm Thad. And my name's Riley. And we are here today to talk about some very interesting things going on in the world. So we have a new idea of how we want to run this podcast. What we think would be interesting is to, like, what do you want to say, give our opinions with on-the-spot topics. So we'll look up a topic and we'll try our best to give our opinion on it. No one else is doing this, to my knowledge. I think it's interesting. Yeah, and nobody else is doing it, to my knowledge, either. But then again, we may be mistaken, but, you know, we just thought, hey, be something cool to try out. So, yeah. Um, Test out our intellectual ability a little bit. Right. And... Um, Little disclosure, this is actually a re-recording yep. of our first episode. <laughs> we had a nice... Uh, we had a an, good an, hour of conversation almost, and then it just... Yeah, and then poof. so our uh, conversation ended up getting deleted, whether it was because we forgot to post it or whatever it was. We don't know, but... Um, so this will be take two, so, this is, so that's just a little bit of a full disclosure. Um... Anyways, uh, just to give you an idea of what we're going to be talking about, just um, like my friend here said, um, just pretty much anything that really comes to our minds that uh, we'd like to check out. We are, we plan on covering things from psychology to philosophy to politics to pretty much whatever else kind of mm-hmm. interests us, and yep. and of course um, anything that may interest the audience as well. Yeah, um, definitely. So, I guess, why don't we just get started then? Yeah. <laughs> what is the topic of choice? Um, well, we, you and I were just having a little bit of a discussion about... The Cohen. Um, the, is right? it Cohen? Yeah, Michael yeah. Cohen yeah. and uh, Paul Manafort mm-hmm. the, uh, in latest political news. Um, so, let's just do a little bit of search on, or searching on that real quick. Uh, let's see, how let's about... Get the gist of the situation. Yep, so let's see, Michael Cohen, here we are, in the news, and preferably not Fox News or CNN. Just a disclaimer, sorry if you guys hear cars, we're kind of like outside a little bit, so if you hear any cars, just that's why. Alright, <laughs> um, yeah, and it's just, full, yeah, full disclosure, um, we're just kind of... Where this is our first time trying out a podcast, mm-hmm. um, so if you hear any sorts of echoes or say cars going by outside, it's just because <laughs> yeah um, we're just or we're just kind of testing thing out, things out, to see yeah. what works best. We are definitely no not audio engineers by <laughs> any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. So it's just full disclosure, just so you guys know. Um, but anyways. So, uh, looks like we have an article from NPR here. National Public Radio is what that stands for. For those of you who may not have heard of NPR before, um, they are pretty much just a um, company. They or I say company. Organization. An organization that's been around for, I couldn't even tell you how long, at least mid-20th century. Mm-hmm. Um pretty much dedicated to unbiased news reporting and of course, you know, in today's world that's it's something kinda, we don't see very often. Yeah. And so um so just full disclosure on where we're getting this. Um so let's see. Let's see what we find today. 
that is not the correct article. What's going on here? <clears throat> While he's doing that, I just want to say, if you guys uh, want to get in contact with us, uh, best way to do that for me is Instagram, um, at Thad Ringwald, uh, T-H-A-D-R-I-N-G-W-A-L-D. That is the best way to get in contact with me. Uh, just DM me or whatever. Um, yeah. Yep. And then also a good way to get in contact with me is on Instagram as well. Um, I am at Riley Klaus 98 So that's R-I-L-E-Y-K-L-A-U-S, the number 98. No spaces, no caps. So uh, if you guys have any sorts of questions or comments or topics. anything. Yeah, more topics that you'd like us to discuss, any sorts of tips or pointers that you'd like to give us please feel free to contact us uh, through messaging on there, and yep. um, we'd greatly appreciate it. So, so just as a little bit of a background, um, for those of you who may not have um, been keeping up with political news lately, um, within about the past week, we've had a couple of big happenings uh, going on with uh, court decisions and court cases and things like that. Um our president Donald Trump's former uh, personal lawyer and fixer Paul, or excuse me, Michael Cohen, um, I believe, was um, found guilty of eight charges of. Let's see what we have. It was um, mishandling of of campaign funding during the 2016 uh, presidential election. Um, so it seems that, uh, according to at least his testimony, uh, it was, or, and it was found that uh, our president had um, ordered him to make these pay, or to make some payments, or using campaign funds to, um, should, should we say, silence or keep quiet um, a couple of women who may have come to the forefront um, accusing Donald Trump of affairs or things like that. Um, so the two women in question, uh, the two women in question are, um, former Playboy model Karen McDougal and porn actress Stormy Daniels, so some names that you've probably already heard. Um, so here I'll just, um, I'll just read a little bit of an excerpt from, uh, NPR on this. So... Um, just in case you guys are curious where, or the title of this article, um, this is titled, Fact Check, Trump's Misguided Defense of Cohen Payments. Um, so... If we can, we'll link it somehow, if yeah. it's possible for us to yeah. do that. So, that's the name, you can find it on the NPR website, published August 23rd, 5 a.m. Eastern. This guy's on top of it, by Peter Overby. So, updated at 12.24 p.m. Eastern Time, today, Saturday, August 25th. So, we'll just read a little bit of this. Fox and Friends was a natural venue for President Trump to strike back against Michael Cohen, the former self-described quote-unquote fixer for Trump had said under oath before a federal judge that he and Trump had violated the campaign finance law together. The problem was the hush payments to former Playboy model Karen McDougal and porn actress Stormy Daniels. During the campaign, each had, had taken a six-figure payment that kept their claimed affairs with Trump out of the public eye. So they ask, where did the pay, those payments come from? So we have a quote here. They, 
they didn't come out of the campaign, Trump told Fox anchor um, Ainsley Earnhardt, and excuse me for um, any mispronunciations. In fact, my first question when I heard about it was, did they come or did they come out of the campaign? Because that would be that could be a little dicey, and they didn't come out of the campaign. So, end quote. So Trump was making the wrong argument. Like many of us, he seemed to misunderstand the relevant provision of campaign finance law. In fact, the president might be better off if his campaign had supplied the hush money. So here we go. So just to clear up some muddy waters on this. So here are five questions and answers about President Trump and the legal problems with those hush payments. So number one, what exactly did Cohen plead to? So he violated a... Answer, so he violated a law that basically says campaign expenses must be paid with regulated disclosed contributions. First, Cohen arranged for a friendly tabloid pu publisher to give McDougal a $150,000 contract for her story. Um, and then they say in parentheses, not that it would publish it. Then he set up a shell company to pay Daniels $130,000. Pressure was on. Daniel got her money less than two weeks before election day. In court, Cohen said he did all of this at Trump's direction. He was later reimbursed and generously compensated by the Trump Organization. So then number two, what makes these payments illegal? It's not complicated. The publisher's contract amounted to a corporate campaign contribution, but corporations cannot contribute to campaigns. Cohen's payment to Daniels amounts to a personal contribution from him to the campaign, but it was for $130,000. The legal limit is $2,700. So... Number three, does this argument hold up? So, answer. Prosecutors seem to have checked all the boxes. It's a reversal from 2012 when the Department of Justice deployed the statute in the high-profile trial of former Democratic presidential candidate John Edwards. Two of his campaign's wealthiest backers supplied money to support his mistress and their child. The Department of Justice alleged that the money helped support his presidential bid by keeping them out of the spotlight. Edwards argued he was trying to hide them from his wife, not the voters. But in the Cohen case, the intent is clear. So, quote, These payments were made, or were being made to stop Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal from going public and hurting the campaign right before the election, said Larry Noble, a former general counsel to the Federal Election Commission. Quote, That was the purpose, and that, that's what makes the money spent a campaign contribution. So, number four, is Trump really culpable? So, author says, this is a clincher. Cohen said Trump told him to do it. There could have been an Edwards-style defense that Trump needed to shield his wife, Melania Trump, and his children from embarrassment. But Cohen told the judge he arranged both contributions at Trump's direction, quote, for the principal purpose of influencing the election, end quote. Trump said on Wednesday that he found out about the payments, quote-unquote, later on. But Cohen earlier produced a recording where he apparently dis or where he was or where he's apparently discussing the payment to McDougal ahead of time. Law professor Rick Hansen, who specializes in campaign finance law, said the Justice Department may have wanted to make the case public now, quote, so people could evaluate it for whatever it's worth, deciding how to vote in the next election, end quote. So finally, number five, could Team Trump have handled this legally? Campaign finance reports are rife with vague disclosures of expenditures. The campaign probably could have tucked the hush money into a disbursement marked, quote unquote, legal fees, and no one would have noticed. Or Trump could have just paid those bills himself. The candidate can spend without limit on their own campaign, although it still must be disclosed. So, and then we have just a couple more paragraphs here. So, this section is titled One Other Thing, Obama. Not sure what this has to do with it, but I guess we'll see.
As Trump often does, he defended himself by attacking after Cohen's appearance. Trump tweeted, Michael Cohen uh, plead guilty to two counts of campaign finance violations that are not a crime. President Obama had a big fina- er, campaign finance violation, and it was easily settled. End of, end of the tweet. So, and then there's a link here to the story behind the tweet. And it says, in 2012, the Federal Election Commission audited President Barack Obama's 2008 campaign committee and issued fines totaling $375,000. That's a substantial fine for the FEC, but not record-setting. The violations included delays in refunding contributions that exceeded the legal limit and incorrect date stamps on contributions transferred between committees. So, that's the end of our article. So, Thad... What's your thoughts, man? Well, first off, I want to say it doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican. You shouldn't do that, first of all. Yeah, I agree. It's not exactly the most uh, – it's very shady. Uh, secondly, to kind of contradict what I'm saying, I don't. I almost don't think now in today's world that you can win a campaign legitimately because if you look at it, your competitors' chances are, are going to do some shady stuff too. So it's kind of like, you know – you have to balance. You have to balance it out. You have to balance against your competitors. So I feel like they have to do. They almost have to do some back end things that are a little shady. But at the same time, a moral standing is like you shouldn't do it. But it's at the same time, it's also do you want to win the campaign? And you know, maybe maybe it's like kind of like, okay, I'm going to do some bad stuff now in order to do some good stuff on a larger scale down the road. Right. Once I'm president. Sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, and I guess, in my opinion, yeah, I have to stay with that on the whole thing. Yeah, it doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum you're on. Yeah, what's wrong is wrong. That's what I don't like about this whole thing, is it's very, like, not the article, I have no problem with the article, but, like, I don't have, I I just have an issue with, what am I trying, well, I have an issue with the two parties is they always clash heads it's a pissing contest right yeah it's supposed to be this is you're supposed to build america not build each other's party just because you want to dominate right and and that just seems to to be this sort of uh Cause, political I mean, climate we're in right now yeah and i mean that was i feel like this whole investigation was that goal it's it's a good thing they found this out though but you know they were really headhunting for this the democrats were they've been headhunting for this for a while now Right, and and at the same time, you know, when it comes to things like this, it's just, in my opinion, you know, yeah, you could, or and this is just my opinion, you know, yeah, you can try to, you know, do some shady things, you know, off the books and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But in my opinion, if you have to do that, then you shouldn't even be in the presidential race in the yeah. first place. But it's almost it's almost like though it's it's kind of like, you know, if you play like a ball game and everybody's cheating and you're not and you end up losing, right? And and, and I mean, I mean, yeah, and and I understand what you're saying. It's just, I'm not excusing it at well, all. No, I'm just no, saying no. It's you know, of course, of course, no, and then yeah, and I yeah, and I didn't think you were. I'm just, or I was just gonna say, you know, it, when it comes down to it, you know, then you can. You know, you can kind of look at that and say, you know, there's a lot of people in, you know, in this country now. You know, there are some polls that I've heard about, you know, where people are, have just completely lost confidence in the government. Yeah. You know, and just, you mm-hmm. know, some people think that all, that the establishment is just there just to make money for themselves. 
and I sort of lean in that direction myself. There's definitely a lot of, there's definitely some of that, yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, so you'd think that, you know, in the interest of dispelling that, or in the interest of maybe, you know, you know, bolstering your image further, saying, hey, I'm a good guy, you know, or I'm, you know, I'm a good woman, or girl, whatever you want to call it, you know, I'm a good person, you know, and I, you know, I, I don't do any shady stuff like that. I'm going to bring change to Washington and all that stuff. You know, you, you'd figure if you want to, you know, sell yourself as that candidate and, you know, that, you know, you're going to quote unquote drain the swamp and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, of all the corruption and stuff that you claim is in the government that, right. you know, that you, you know, that if you're going to run this campaign and the people that you're having, you know, help you win this campaign, you know, wouldn't be doing stuff like this. You know, if you if you want to come off as, hey, I'm going to be the guy that changes it, but then all of a sudden, oh, hey, we just, you know, you were just, you know, convicted of eight counts of, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no one likes a hypocrite. Right, yeah, and you're convicted of eight counts of, you know, campaign finance things, and, you know, then you pled guilty because you know that you did them. Right, yeah. Then, you know, that just doesn't, you know, that doesn't sell it or mm-hmm. sell mm-hmm. that image that people are looking for. Right. And also, uh, me personally, I think you should be a good per- be a good person based on your actions. You shouldn't say you're a good person. You should do and be a good right. person. Right, exactly. Yeah, you I shouldn't agree. have to say that you're a good person. You should just fucking be one. Right, exactly. Yeah, I agree on that one. And, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it's just... I guess that's that's all I can really say about it is that one it's wrong and two right and two yeah if you if you want to be the person that's going to quote unquote drain the swamp or you mm-hmm. know get that alleged corruption out of Washington you know mm-hmm. you want to you want to be the yeah. the person that leads this movement right yep you know and then you have your people mm-hmm. Doing stuff like this, yep, you put your money and, where and, and you're ordering them to do this, right? Yeah, to do some shady under the table stuff. So far, it's been testified that they have. Now, right. whether or not that's like true, maybe right, 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 yeah, and 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 that's you know that's understandable, and of course yeah. you know that you know it's still up in the air. Of course, whether you know President Trump would ever come out yeah. and say that, oh yes, you know I did, you know order these, mm-hmm. even though you know he's right yeah. now he's said no, I didn't, you know. I didn't figure out about these payments till later, right. but you still have those, or you still have that tape that came out a little while ago mm-hmm. where it sounds like he's ordering, you know, mm-hmm. one of these payments, or they're talking about, you know, yeah. how are we going to make one of these payments happen? Mm-hmm. You know, at the same time, you know, yeah. So, I guess that's that's all I can really say yeah. about this issue. And also, the odds of Michael Cohen lying out about this and just making this up are very, very, very slim. Right. It. it you know, especially yeah, you're you're associated with the president of the United States. You've right. Been, you've been brought up. You know, you've been charged with eight out of, I believe, a total of eighteen total charges. Mm-hmm. You know, and in the, you know, and I I've heard stories, you know, on other like political podcasts that you know these juries are, you know, they took this stuff seriously. You know, mm-hmm. and and it's just, you know, so when you have all this against you at the same time, you know, I I you know I don't think it's a good thing to no. you know to keep trying to hide it Mm-mm. so it's almost like if uh see i have this weird theory like if people would just tell the truth like right as soon as they made a mistake 
I think the forgiveness would be a lot easier. You know, like for let's use Bill Clinton as an example. Sure. Instead of him lying about them, you know him. Instead of him being, you know, purging on, you know, whatever. He, well, instead of him lying about having an affair with Monica Lewinsky, he should have just went directly to the people of America and said, "Hey, I had an affair. I screwed up. That's my fault." Right. And I feel like he would not, and he wouldn't have had to lie about it. Sure. And people right. would have been okay with it, you know, for the most mm-hmm. part. Yeah. He's a president. He's, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I agree with that as well. And, yeah, and I, I would just say, yeah, I don't think that's weird theory at all. Right. You know, I don't think that's a weird, you know, a weird concept at all. It's I just, mean, I don't think know. that people would just like, oh, Trump's okay. He told us that he, like, cheated on his no, campaign. No, 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 of don't course think, not, we, yeah. We're just going to let him go. Nah, I don't think that would be like that. But, no, but you know, at, at least tell the people yeah. who you're working for that what you're doing yeah, exactly. and why you did it. Yeah, yeah, if you're just being upfront about stuff, people can at least say, yeah, this guy did something wrong. Right. But at least, you know, at least he's being honest about it. You know, hey, I'm fessing up to my mistakes. And, you mm-hmm. know, that that's something that, you know, we're kind of taught to do. Mm-hmm. You know, is, you know, hey, you should, you know, if you do something wrong, you shouldn't, you shouldn't try to hide it. You should come out and say, hey, you know, I did things wrong, right? You know, okay, mm-hmm. you know, punish me. Whatever needs to be done, you mm-hmm. know, if I need to do, like, you know, if I killed a person, if I need to go to jail, cool. Or mm-hmm. you know, if I had an affair, if I need to pay, if I need to, you know, you know, cover her finances yeah, or whatever exactly. the case is, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, if I need to do, you know, something for reparations to her or him or what have you, depending on the person. You know, then yeah, okay, cool, and mm-hmm. then and then everybody can say, okay, yeah, you know, this guy. At least he was honest. honest. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. So unless you have any more, um, any more comments about that? No, I think it would be interesting though to carry the discussion over to the psychology of being a president. Oh, okay. I think that would be interesting because I, I don't know if any other topics of interest we could like you know look at right now and just kind of form our opinions. Unless you do, unless you have right. an idea. Well. Because we can well, do that too. No, no, that's fine. No, I, I think that's that's a, a interesting thing to get into. Yeah. So. so, like one of the main things is like, I feel like there hasn't been a very. I think the reason why presidents have been crappy or whatever you want to say is because they haven't been good communicators. Sure. Okay. So if you look at Reagan, fantastic communicator, told everybody everything, did what was necessary, and everything. That's why he was like, you know. That's why people looked past his party affiliation a little bit more. And plus, I mean, it was the 1980s, so it's a little bit of a better decade financially and stuff. But, um, yeah, I think communication, like, if you're not a good communicator, you can't be president. Right. And, and, yeah, and I would just have to say, you know, if you're not a good communicator, if you can't get your ideas across in in some coherent way that makes sense and Mm -hmm. is actually, you know, holds up to scrutiny and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, then, yeah, not only can you, you know, not only should you not be president, you should, you know, you shouldn't hold any sort of political office. You shouldn't hold any sort of position of power because, you know, if if you can't, you know, you could have all the best intentions in the world. Right. But all it takes for you to do is to say one wrong word Mm -hmm. or, you know, or say, say something or try to get something across, and, you know, you may, you know, sure, you may have it right, but if you can't get the words out, you know, everybody, you know, you might yeah. end up causing a, you know, mm-hmm. backlash against you because, oh, hey, you know, you know, this guy said said X or Y or whatever, and, you know, hey, we, you know, this is, a, or this is not what, 
you know, he said at all that he was supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I, th I think, uh, yeah, that's very true, but, um, I don't think charisma is as necessary as people think it is. You sure. know, I don't think cause you certainly need to communicate, but I think just the act of communicating, like letting people know what you're doing, why you're doing it. Sure. And here's what it, you know, well, here's what it is about. Mm -hmm. I think that's the important thing I think. Cause it, cause it gives people security. Right. Right. Sure. And I don't think you need to be like, I don't, I don't like, I'm not that I'm not charismatic at all. Like my charisma, my, my charisma is that like very, very slim. And so for me, just from my standpoint, I don't look for very charismatic people. Like, sure. Like if you can fire, like if you can fire me up, like motivational speaker, like perfect, that's cool. But at the same time, it's like, what are you doing and why are you doing it? Because you can be charismatic, but you can also have the wrong moral standing. Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, they, there's the, you know, the old horror stories about the demagogue, right? You know, mm -hmm. somebody, you know, yeah, they can really talk to a crowd and appeal to their emotions and all that stuff and tell them what they want to hear. Right. And then, you know, this person gets into power or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, or they, you know, you know, whatever they're trying to strive for, you know, and they get the people behind them. And then, you know, then they end up turning around and not doing anything that they said that they were going to do. Or, and then they, well, I guess not or, but, you know, and, you know, they end up just taking the power for themselves and doing what they want. Yeah. So. I think that's what happens a lot nowadays. Yeah. It's always, I mean, it's, there's more than one piece of the puzzle with this, but it's a lot of people that are good orators speakers or what I sure. think order yeah. is the right word yeah yeah you're right and they say that they do want to do one thing and um, they completely do the opposite or they just don't do it at all um, and there's more than there, there's more than one variable that goes into that you know there's like uh, you know I want to get this bill passed so I'm gonna support this guy over here for this mean for the meantime even though the people aren't gonna like it or whatever it is but I also think too you know I see candidates in every every realm, regardless of poli if it's politics or like you want to be a coach or whatever, people are <clears throat> people need to trust you because let's face it, picking someone to run a country for four years is the is super fucking risky, especially sure. and if there's a little hint of dishonesty and pe and that the people get um, that you're not gonna do what you say you're gonna do. I mean they're not going to vote for you, but this is what's screwed up is I almost feel like it doesn't matter anymore because they're both, both candidates are dishonest. Yeah. You're sure. not going to yeah. do, and it's not, I'm not saying you have to do hundred percent everything you're going to say, but you uh, know, right. But I also feel like Trump has done a fairly decent job at doing what he's going to say, honestly. Yeah. And, and, and full disclosure on my end, you know, I am not a fan of president Trump. I'm not. Um, but I do have to give him credit because he has been doing yeah. what he has been doing a fair amount of what he said he was yeah. going to do. Aside from the campaign bullcrap, right? <laughs> yeah, and and you know, yeah, that's just a whole other thing. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. And, and, and the thing is, is yeah, he's good. He's good at getting his base. You know, you know, what do I want to say? You know, sort of pumped up. You know, he he knows how to you know talk to them and stuff like right. that. So he's definitely. A, well, he talks yeah. to him like they're just regular, like like he's a regular human being. He's not trying to be like a fancy like, 
oh, look at me. I know this word and that word. I'm super educated. Like, this right, is why right, you should yeah. vote for me. He's, yeah. like, talking it, to them like they're normal people. Exactly. It, it, yeah, and, and I have to give him some credit on that as well, you know, along with, you know, him doing what he said he's going to do, yeah. you know. You know, even if he is unpopular and stuff. But, but to go back to the whole point of, you know, you know, candidates these days are dishonest. Well, yeah, I would have to agree to that. But as well. there's more than one variable that goes into right. it, like I it, said. Just because, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. And it's just these days, we, you know, we're down to, you know, our president, or, well, not just presidential races, just our. All of our elections and stuff like that have just come down to, you know, they're instead of appealing to facts and saying, "Hey, this mm-hmm. is what I'm gonna do." Yeah, da 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 da. Idealistic. All I yeah, all I've been hearing is, you know, this is why you should vote for my party because my party's gonna do this for you. And right. Or oh, this other person is bad. You know. Yeah, that's a yeah. lot of like he said, she said. Yeah. Oh well, they did this. Oh well, they did that. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just back and forth, and it's just appealing to emotions and tell and you know and and I understand you know you you want to tell there's some things where you want to tell the people what they want to hear, mm-hmm. but at the same time that shouldn't you know be the end all be all. It shouldn't just be hey I you know I'm going to say you know I'm going to say this you know I'm going to. I'm going to do this or something like that. And this person, they're not going to do this. So that's why you should vote for me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, that's all that is. It's just the, the you know, just political rhetoric. You're just spitting it out right. of your mouth and you don't ever do what you're You're trying to knock the other person down do. and build yourself up. And that's not the way exactly. you want to do it. Yeah. Much slinging tribalism appeals to emotion. You know, you don't have enough of, you know, enough of saying, hey, Here's a little bit of factual information about what I'm what I plan on doing for mm-hmm. you. But at the same time, you know, I fully understand that the, you know, it's easier to get to people with emotional arguments, you know, oh hey, this there's this kid crying in the gutter, you know, because he needs food and oh well this is what caused that to happen. So do you or you know, or this person supports this in, or this organization that made that kid you know, be in the position that he or she is today, you know, so do you really want to vote for this person, da-da-da, stuff like that, you know, it's just, it's not right, but that's still what the people want to hear, because it it's what makes them feel good, or it's mm-hmm. what makes them, you know, get all pumped up. Right, and, then, and it's less of a headache of like, okay, well, this percentage is going to be we're going to get this percentage of the demographic up to this level of financial stability by this year, and this is how we're going to do it. We're going to break it down in 10 increments. Right. People don't want to hear that. Right. I mean, even I do, me personally, but the majority of people don't want to hear that. They want to hear, okay, let's just just tell me why I should vote for you, and right. then don't I don't want to hear the facts. Just tell me why, which yeah. is unfortunate. But Right. Yeah, it's just like, here, you know, I'm not going to tell you how I'm going to do it, but I'm going. To, I'm just going to tell you what I – what I'm going to do... Regardless of if I'm able to do it or not. Yeah, exactly. I just wrote like, it on paper because it like, sounds good. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm going to cut your taxes. Cool. Yeah. Okay, well then how are you going to do it? Yeah. You know, and, and nobody ever wants to hear that because all that because all that happens is yeah. everybody's just sold. Oh, hey, yeah. you're going to cut you're going to cut taxes for us. Awesome. All right, I'm I'm yeah. going to vote for it's you like, right now. It's like reading a book. Johnny went to the park. Okay, what did Johnny do? At yeah. The park. <laughs> yeah, Johnny. Had oh, he went to the park. Great, I'm done. This is a great book. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, 
I'm gonna sell to everyone. It's great. Right. It's great. Yeah. Like, okay. It's only half the story. Right. Okay. But then, yeah. What did Johnny do when he went to the park? Yeah. Or you why know, did he go to the park? Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Or if you say Johnny had fun at the park, okay. Well, then what made it fun? You know, what yeah. did he do? Right. But yeah, and so like you said, you know, it's just there's not enough interest in the actual like mm-hmm. factual information or the or the or the process behind why people are saying it. It's just, you know, we've gotten to that point, like we said earlier, it's just it's one side against the other, polarized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, we're gonna butt heads, hey, we're not gonna we're not gonna listen to anything of what the other side says at all. And it's yeah. just like, oh hey, you know, we're just gonna you know, oh hey, you have a uh you know, I'm a Democrat and you have a you know, and you're a Republican or hey, this candidate has an R next to their name. Oh, I'm, I don't even yeah, care. I don't even care what they say. Yeah, I can't stand that. You know, I absolutely. Yeah, hate I don't. That. I don't care what they say. I don't care at all. You know, these people are bad because mm. because such and such said so, and they're in our and they're in my party, and this is the only party I trust. And you know, I'm never going to listen to what a, a dirty lib says. Yeah. You know what a an, ex, an excuse <laughs> or whatever whatever. And excuse the term that I'm about to use, but what a dirty libtard says. Yeah. You know, or and then it and then it happens the other way too. The people, you know. Or the people on the left side make fun of the right side, neo Nazis, right. you know. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, whatever. Oh, hey, it's all just... the all these people hate women. All these people hate African Americans. All these people hate all minorities of all types. And it doesn't matter what they are. If they're a Republican, mm-hmm. that means that they're evil. You know, that yeah. means that they don't like black people. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just so. It's just so. It's easy to believe. Like it's it's not true, but it's easy to right. believe. Yeah, you and, know, they and, just it's. It's un, it's honestly just uneducated if you do it that way, in right? My opinion, you know, yeah, and there's and there's just no other way to do it or to say it. It's just you. You should I, vote for the person based on their credentials, why they're doing it, and how they're going to do it, and what they're doing. And right. if that aligns with your personal moral and moral standing, and the way you perceive how you want the country to be ran, then vote for them regardless of the party. Right. Exactly. It doesn't matter if they're communist, Green Party, whatever the hell. Vote for them because you like what they're doing and why they're doing it, yeah, not because exactly. they have some uh, letter in the alphabet with a hyphen in parentheses or whatever, right? Whatever and, next to their name, right? And and mm-hmm. also, you know, but at the same time, you know, don't just you know take it you know at face value either. Actually, go out and do the research. Look for you know actual like news you know news stories hey they did this or yeah. go, or go out and see if they you know see if they've worked with any sort of you know credible you know charity organizations or you know hey you know they did volunteer work here yeah. and here and or see like what that. they did for the state they were governor of in the right. past or whatever right and so not only are you seeing what they stand for or what they say that they're going to do for you you can mm-hmm. see, hey, they actually have a pretty good track record. Yeah, and they're actually they actually do most of the stuff yeah. that they say they're going to exactly. do, and it saves you a lot of time and it, headache. And so, and to to kind of backtrack a little bit, um, the whole thing of you know needing to be a little bit educated, not just taking stuff at face value. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean you're stupid. It just means that you're just not right. you're just it, unaware of what's it, going on. Right. That's okay. And, yeah, but, and and that's ignorance. Right. And so. That I'll use that as a segue to ask you this question: Have you ever heard of the Dunning Kruger effect? I have, but I don't remember what it is. Okay. Well, the Dunning Kruger effect pretty much says, you know, the the less you know, or the more oh, ignorant ignorance you are, is bliss, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. The less the less you know, right. The less you actually know, mm-hmm. the more ignorant you mm-hmm. are. The more you think you know, 
you know. Yeah. So, so yeah. Actually, I think you told me that. I just I remember the name. I just didn't remember what right. it was about. Right. Yeah. And, and so, and then there, the inverse is true. It is also true. You if know? you're really smart, there's a lot you don't know and you know it. Right. Right. And so it's just you know the more, or well, I guess a better way to say it, you know, the the more education you have and the more exposure mm-hmm. you have to actual legitimate sources of information, you know, mm-hmm. you're educated, you actually care about seeing the truth in things, the more of an appreciation you have for how complex things actually are yeah. and you learn not to take things, you know, the more you appreciate how little you actually know. Right. You know, you, yeah, you end up appreciating a lot more the fact that, hey, you know, I may know a lot, Mm-hmm. But at the same time, in the grand scheme of things, the really, lot, yeah, yeah, I, I really don't know, I don't know much. I don't know shit, you know. Yeah, but, and so then that's the opposite thing yeah. too. Oh, hey, even though I, you know, I watch Fox News or CNN every day, you know, and that's all I need to know. And you know, this is, you know, that's the end all be all. And you know, I know everything that I need to know. And I and screw what mm-hmm. some dirty Democrat or Republican or says. Screw CNN or whatever. Yeah, I, I flip it over. My dad and I flip it over to CNN sometimes. You know. As I'm, I'm moderate, but you know, I, when I talk to my dad, he's always watching Fox News or whatever. But he flips it over to CNN. You know, it's usually just to see the opposite side and make fun of it. But you know, because my dad's pretty hardcore Republican, but right, um, he still flips it over. You know, so I think that's worth doing too. Is uh, look at the opposite point of view exactly. of what you believe, right. and then find the middle ground in between the two. You get right. to you get to pick and choose regardless of what people say. Right. It doesn't make you a hypocrite to pick and choose from both sides of the spectrum. It makes you very intelligent yeah. and educated on what you're doing. People that tell you that you, you, you're hand-picking or cherry-picking from both sides are wrong. Hippo- being a hypocrite is saying one thing and then excusing yourself for doing that thing. Saying that you can't do one thing and excusing yourself for doing that thing. That's right. being a hypocrite, not... Picking and choosing what you yeah, like on it, both sides of whatever. Right, it is. And, and you know, and so to kind of yeah to kind of add to that, you know, yeah, it, it's you know a lot of what people consider cherry picking is not really cherry picking. Mm-hmm. It's just if you look at both sides of the spectrum, say yeah, you watch Fox News and CNN, you know, you know they if you, have if you can, they have certain you know things that align with each other you know right similarities right like you should you know you can look at both of them and say okay well this is this is what i'm hearing from the both of you you know and here's the commonalities between both of what Mm -hmm. you're you know so what can we fuse together to make sure that the country is at the best is doing the best it can right exactly yeah so it's it's just it's finding that middle ground it's finding okay here's what here's what this side is saying and here's what this side is saying Mm mm-hmm can we compromise? Yeah, and then you can, you know, you can fuse together what you both are saying and what you're both caring about, and you can mm-hmm. both say, or and you can both say, hey, we actually have some things that we agree on, despite of, you know, dis- yeah. in spite of, you know, whatever sort of spin that we're trying to put on it, you know. So how can we, you know, take these points that we actually agree on, whether we think we do or not, you know, how can we take this set of this set of points, and how can we work on making that happen together? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that just they seems should be. They should. I mean, they're 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 on opposite sides of political views, but honestly, once you step inside the house, it should be what can we do for America and, and you know America, right? And it, that's that's what should that's what it should be, really. I mean, right. It, and you know, and you know, and so what can happen there then is that okay, we have these common principles. 
And then of course the biggest struggle is finding out, okay, how can we do this? Because then this is where a lot of the, you know, the actual butting head comes in Mm -hmm. or butting heads comes in because they or because both sides, you know, have things that the other side would never even dream of doing or even think Mm -hmm. of doing, you know, because, oh, hey, that goes against, you know, that goes against our principles. But the thing is, is that, you know, that it, it's hard to, com- you know, to compromise, but at the same time, in the end, you know, both sides can actually bring in, you know, their, their opposing, you know, should we say opposing viewpoints or, or opposing ways of doing things, mm-hmm. and they can actually yeah. bring these together. Hey, here's what we do good. Okay, you know, here's what Democrats do good. Here's what Republicans do good. Mm-hmm. Here's what hell. Here's even what Green Party does good. Yeah, you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, here's you know we can or bring the Socialist our, Party, the Communist Party, whatever. Right. Like we can we can find the principles that you know. You know, we can take the viewpoints of other people and actually, you know, it may, it's like I'm trying to think of how to you know like you you don't build something with just one Lego. Right, yeah. Like it, you use multiple Legos to build. Right, yeah. It, it, so, yeah, you can't, you know, or for example, you know, you have different, how do I want to say it? You have different tool sets for, or let's say, you know, say we have, right. say you have. So, like know, the Democrats are hammers, or Republicans are screwdrivers, exactly. the Green Party is a jackhammer mm-hmm. or exactly. crowbar. You, and then you put right. them all together, what do you got? You got a toolbox. Yeah, exactly. And what can you do with that toolbox? You can fix anything. Right, exactly. It's just, it's just you have to you have to figure out, and of course it's a case-by-case basis, and it's easy to say this right now. Yeah, but, and of course, yeah. It, and of course oh, it's, it's going to be It's hard. much, much, much more complex yeah, but, than that. But, once yeah. you, but I think once people realize that, hey, okay, yeah, you guys got the hammers. We got the nails. You mm-hmm. guys over there got the freaking crowbars and dynamite, mm-hmm. whatever, you know. Yeah. Here's, you know... Because okay, yeah, the reason you guys have these tools is because you guys are the most knowledgeable about mm-hmm. how to and how gonna, to use and these tools. And we're gonna tools. delegate this to you, right? And so here, so here, what can you here? What can we do, whether we like it or not? Mm-hmm. You know, can we give this a chance? You know, and not try to shut you know, and and we'll not try to shut you down immediately for trying to use your screwdriver. You know, on a you know on a screw, and you know instead of us using our hammer. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just that, you know, it's just people have to realize that it's, you know, once they bring that tool set together, once they realize that despite their opposing points of view, it seems like, you mm-hmm. know, or ways that they want to do they're things, actually, sometimes they're actually getting stronger. Exactly. Right like, so. yeah, you can you can learn something mm-hmm. from both sides of the political spectrum because, mm-hmm. you know, like, for example, the traditional conservative view of, you know, limited government. Right. You know, in some situations, that's a very good thing. You know, it, it it's a you know it has in a lot of situations it's proved it's been proven to work. Mm-hmm. You know, when you know, okay, hey, you know, like for example, when it comes to like building roads and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, say say it's, it's a lot easier to do it state by state than it, the exactly, whole and and, and right. so that's why each state is in charge of its own road systems yeah. because the people that actually live there actually know what's going on with their terrain better than somebody living in suburban New York. So like it's it's just like somebody living in the bayou of Louisiana is gonna have a better idea of how to build something over the bayou 
than somebody's yeah. sit, sitting in a yeah. studio apartment in the yeah. middle of NYC. Mm-hmm. You know. See, I used to think that that's how I used to want government. Well, still kind of do. See, I'm so I guess I'm more of a Republican, I guess, instead of a moderate. But you know, I call myself a moderate. Just you know, yeah. you're right. But so I was thinking about this the other day. This is kind of you know off the topic a little bit, I guess you could say. But going with the um, delegation of the states, I was thinking about this the other day. If states got to choose their own or had their own governments, uh, guess what? Increases conflict amongst the states. Right. You know, because I think it was like a long time ago. I think Connecticut was it Connecticut and like New York or something almost went to war with each other or something crazy it like was, that. Cause, so you're thinking of, I, if I remember right, you're thinking of Wyoming Valley. So that would okay. have been. So, like, basically what I was trying to Settlers from Connecticut moving out into the Wyoming Valley and Pennsylvania. Okay. And so you that actually happened. Mm-hmm. The, those two states during the revolution yeah. were actually at each other's yeah. throats right. because you, because you had the people from from the isolated, you know, New England colonies who couldn't expand west. Mm-hmm. You know, you had these people, these you know, younger people that were looking for land mm-hmm. and they couldn't get it because, you know, right next door is big old frickin' New York. Right. You know, sitting there. So what happened was is you have connect, you know, you have these settlers moving into the Wyoming Valley in um, Pennsylvania because a long time ago, under some such treaty or whatever document it was, you know, the you know Connecticut claimed these lands, but then in another charter, you know, Pennsylvania said, "Oh, hey, this charter right here says that that we claim this land, you know, yeah. that this is actually ours." And then the people from Connecticut, of yep. course, saying, "Oh, this is ours," and so you actually had people shooting at each other. Mm-hmm. Over that, and they're living in the same country. So what I was going with that, where I was going with that, is like each state is a country in the United States. Mm-hmm. The United States as a whole is like a, it's like Canada or whatever you want. Well, mm-hmm. Or like, well, not Canada exactly, but each state within the United States would be a country, or whatever you, or province or whatever, and it's ran its own way. You know, you're gonna have so you could have Democrat Ohio or Republican Ohio, and you could have, uh, you know, like communist Kentucky. My heads, right. Know? So I was thinking about that the other day because that's how I, you know, that's how I would like it is, you know, states to be, have their own government. But at the same time, it's just, that's how conflict, there's more conflict. Right. And that's, yeah. And that's exactly. So it's like, it's like tricky because it's like, you have to stay right in the middle between. Right. You have like to... uniform government and delegation of the right. government to exactly. the states. It's like very fine line. Which is, which is why we have our constitution today. Right. The one that we have. That's why we got rid of the Articles of Confederation because that's how our country used to be. Is yeah. every every state had its own, you know, had its own trade laws, had its yeah, own, see, I'm had very its own un- currency. I'm very very uneducated when it comes to this yeah. stuff, and I probably should. Yeah. No, you're fine. It, you're but. fine. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not expected to know everything about you know about everything. So you're good. By the way, Riley's a history major in college. I'm a psych major. <laughs> he's also a psych minor, but he knows he's he's a history major, so that's why he knows a lot of stuff. Yeah. About so. Yeah, and, and of course, yeah, there's some things that I might not know, so of course I'm not going to make an argument from authority and say, oh, I'm going for a history major, so right. I have things. But, yeah. but, you know, check me if I'm wrong, but yeah, but that's a big reason, you know, why we have our, our federal constitution today, mm-hmm. because, you know, yeah, each state had its own, um, you know, its own trade laws, it had its own currency and all that stuff, you know. 
So you know you can you could cross just, over. Yeah, you you didn't. Up. Yeah, and then and the national so government had no power. Right, you couldn't go from North Carolina to New York and be able to buy a loaf of bread at the no, same it, way. No, and and each and each state actually set its own conversion rate for every other state's currency. That's a headache. So <laughs> so if you can imagine. You know, yeah, you're starting in North Carolina, and then you're working your way north. So then you're, you know, you're going to run into Virginia right up north, North mm-hmm. Carolina. They have their own exchange rate for North Carolina dollars, right? Yeah, and they have their own rules as to who can go in yep. now. So that, or... so then you have to convert your money to Virginia's currency, mm-hmm. and then when you get up, you know, when you keep going up north, you know, right north mm-hmm. of Virginia is Maryland, mm-hmm. right? Right. You go there. Oh, hey, we have our own conversion rate from mm-hmm. Virginia dollars or what have you into Maryland dollars. So then, yeah. so... And you, you may have ended up, like, with 50% less cash than what you started right. with. Right, so yeah, you could end up with, like, a you could start with, like, 100 North Carolina dollars and end up with, like, you know, $10 up in New York, mm-hmm. you know, in their cash. Because... That is, that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So, to get that back on track, you know, so then that's where the whole idea of, you know centralized government isn't a bad thing in that sense because it's a good thing to have mm-hmm. one currency. It's I just a- I just I just don't agree with having it as on a scale as much as we do today, honestly. Me personally, I don't yeah, think it's a, sure. I think it's got too but that's just my opinion. But. Yeah, and, and I mean it, it remains to be seen. I I'm against a lot of centralization of government, but at the same time I'm okay with some of the centralization it's a necess- that we have like, right yeah now. I'm not like it, yeah it's nece- you it's know, a necessary evil to yeah, a certain extent right yeah it, but yeah to me it's just necessary you know because we have you know it's just changing times and yeah you know it's hard to it's hard to uh, keep track of like how 350 million people or whatever it is now yeah exactly so yeah things have to change with the times and so you know yeah to me state run Healthcare wouldn't be a bad thing. I, you know, I don't like how Obamacare is right now. No, you know, there's just, a lot of there's a lot of you know horror stories that I've heard. You know, having to pay for prescriptions that you don't need, yeah. you, you know, or something like that. But I think that's been since repealed. I think, um, and so, but just things like that, you know. And then there's that big, but at the same time, you know. Yeah, I don't like everything about the Obamacare system, but you know, at least it's it's something. It's working in in some ways, yeah, right? So, like, so, take we could. I what would be interesting is if they took the concept of Obamacare for every state, right? And every state sure. had its own Obama Obamacare or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It would be easier to so you know. Yeah, so like you know, I'm 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 in faith. I like the idea of having yeah. some universal health care, you know, things yeah. like provided by, you know, like this is something that's, you know, through the federal government. This is what all states get, you know. But at the same time, what I'd like to see, you know, is have a little bit of delegation of things to the states because, or, you know, in, in the sense of, you know, okay, yeah, we can provide, we can provide these basic services, you know, through the government, you know, universal health care in this way, you know, for these services. But then for the states, they can actually still, you know, based on this or based on where they're at or, you know, what their population's needs are, they can add their own, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. their own provisions so, like, to you, it. You, you, so you, want, you, 
you want the centralized government to give a structure to the system. Right, yeah. Okay, so, and, that, so, and then the states fill in the blanks. Right, the well, campaign. so like, or, or more in the sense of, okay, I'm going to give you this, I'm going to give you, say, like I'm a landlord, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to rent you out an apartment, right? Yeah. Or, or I'm going to sell you this apartment mm-hmm. or something like that, right? Yeah. So here, here's the apartment. I'm going to provide you... You know, with the running water. Yeah, I will provide you with running water. I will provide you with electricity. I will provide you with a bed. I will provide you with major appliances in your kitchen, stuff like that, right? Yeah. You know, so, okay, here's your apartment, right? You buy it, mm-hmm. right? So then it's just like, okay, well, then then you can add your pers- your personal embellishments that work for you. So, like, yeah, if you, so say, for example, you want to repaint the walls, mm-hmm. I won't stop you. Yeah. You know, so if, you're thinking more like a condo, technically. Right, just yeah, right, yeah, yeah, but just, yeah, just as an example for right. the sake of, you know. Sorry, I just. Yeah, no, you're fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're fine. So, yeah, so condo, yeah, we can, go, or we'll go with that terminology. So, yeah, you know, I'm selling you, you know, I'm selling you this condo. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's gonna have blank white it's walls. It's got everything. It, it's got the it's got the basic bare bones right. kind of thing. And here you can, it is. You can design it however the hell you want. Yeah, here it is. Right. Yeah. Here's the basics. If you want to add anything else, if you want to add in another window, well, and even then there would be some limitations on that based right. on structure and the building and the and code what or whatever you. the hell. Right. You know, but okay, if it's within you know the restrictions set by me, the landlord, mm-hmm. if you want to put in another window. Go ahead. Right. If you if you want to change out the windows, go ahead. If you wanna if you wanna repaint the walls from purple to freaking banana yellow, I don't care. Right. You know, that's you know, if that's your personal taste, if you like banana walls, you can have banana walls. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, so just you know, have the same thing with the healthcare system. Hey, we have you know, we have all of these, you know, universal services, mm-hmm. you know, that everybody gets. In all 50 states and territories, right? Mm-hmm. That's guaranteed through the federal government, and everybody makes it, or and everybody in all of the states and maybe even the territories pays into this, right? So, so almost along the lines of like Medicare, Medicaid, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and Social Security. Uh, but then you have, you know, okay, you know, people in North Carolina, you know, there's more people with heart disease there. Okay, well, then there's some form of heart disease. Statistically speaking. Right, right, yeah. exactly. You know, okay, you have some freedoms within certain restrictions, so long as it does not conflict with what we already have here in the mm-hmm. central government, you know, or, you know, in our program here, as long as it doesn't break our guidelines here, mm-hmm. you know, okay, you can implement that here. You know, okay, you guys need en- extra coverage. For people in, you know, or with people with heart disease, or you need, or you need to do it in, in a different way, you know. And maybe this is how the system it already is right now. But well, you know, see, I'm going to stop you right there because, like, I agree 100 percent with what you're saying. Honestly, I do. The problem with it is, is the centralized government has to know when to stop making regulations. And when to let the state sure, do what the course. state needs to do. Right. That's the problem with it right now is I I feel that the government has too many regulations that restrict what the states can do. Mm-hmm. Me personally. Yeah, and in, in, in some ways. And I, a lot of it can just go away and it'd be way more efficient. And also, the states would adopt what's good 
and what's not and what's not good and would let go of what's not good based on what other states are doing too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I would agree with like that. Like marijuana, for yeah. instance. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know and I mean Yeah, and I and I agree with that. Yeah, too much regulation is not a good thing. You know, because yeah. then because then you have to go so you know, you want to fill out a, pres- you know, you need to get a prescription filled, but then you have to jump through 50 hoops in order to get mm-hmm. it. You know, when it could probably be realistically half that. Yeah, right. I, I can under, I understand that completely. You know, it's just, you know, I think that, you know, if, you know, you just need that basic, um, you just need that basic sort of framework that you have, right? So um, once you have it, you know, that's good. Don't change it. The only way that 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 can be changed is just going through Congress. You know, if you need, if enough states feel that hey, this provision needs to be changed, then change it. You know, mm-hmm. but with the whole Republican idea of you know last year, or was it? No, it was last year. Trying to push through a whole new health care bill without letting Congress even debate on it or see what a lot of it was. You know, to completely rip out Obamacare. That's not the way to do it. You know. Patch the holes in the ship you already have. Right. It's kind of, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, yeah, you should, like, slowly transition. Right. Get yourselves back to shore first. Right. Patch the holes in the ship. Yeah. Get yourself back to shore. And then if you want a new ship, then you can build a new one. Yeah. But until then, don't don't rip out the entire ship from underneath you and float on planks. Yeah, the problem with that is, though, is the transition takes more than four years, usually. You know, yeah. and the president is usually there four to eight years. Sure. You know, by the time the transition comes, the next president might, you know, right. want to transition, but he doesn't actually get to see, he or she mm-hmm. doesn't actually get to see the transition right. happen. So sure. they just yeah. rip it out from underneath the, the rip the tablecloth off the table. Right. You know, without even getting to see. Because they want to see what they're, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, it's not working now, but, or so then that means that we need to rip it out now. Yep. So. All right. Well. Our recording software is telling us that we need to stop, so we're going to end it here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, sorry this is kind of like abstract conversation, but this is just how Riley and I talk. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, we like to get into big discussions like this, and that was our, our kind of idea behind the podcast is, hey, you know, why don't we just do what we love doing and, you know, mm-hmm. let other people hear it as well. Yep. And if they like it, cool. If not, we'll keep doing it anyway. Who yeah, cares? exactly. So, but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in to Dorm Room Discussions. I am Riley Klaus. And I am Thad Ringwald. And don't forget to hit us up on Instagram. All right, we'll see you guys next time. All right, thanks.